Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mash North the Beer, and I see sounds. This week we talk about something. Uh, I, I have no idea at all what I'm actually going to talk about, but I'm going to start writing this one a bit early because I had the urge to write, and so here we are. I started writing this on Tuesday, Monday, Monday, Wednesday. It was a Monday or a Wednesday, one of those days. I think I only actually wrote like three sentences on the first day that I started writing it, but you know, whatever. Uh, maybe I'll find something to talk about and maybe we'll just sit here in silence for 20 minutes, which is something I've actually thought about doing before. I thought it'd be interesting if I made a YouTube video where I said, tell me anything. I'll listen, and I just sat in front of the camera for 10 minutes and nodded, said, hmm, and, and sipped my coffee every now and then. It's something I've heard of and thought was interesting. I might do it, who knows, I have nothing to lose exactly, but uh, although I'm pretty happy with the performance of my main channel videos right now, the last one got 17 views, which is pretty cool, and 15.3% uh, click-through rate, uh, which is how many people saw the video, uh, like the thumbnail or the title, clicked on that video, and... Uh, so uh, that's a pretty great indicator of performance. Uh, and a good percent of that is from YouTube recommendations uh, rather than people that just know me, uh, unless that people that know me are getting recommended because Google knows you better than you know you uh, and, you know, better than any friend that you've ever had in your life. I'd be interested in working with Google, working for Google for sure, though I probably won't be on the team that's doing the whole taking your data thing. I think that's the computer scientist part uh, and, and maybe the CPE part. I'm, I'm doubly. Uh, I'll either be making the chips or I'll be on the team that actually does thing with your data. Shout out marketing. But yeah, I feel like, and I'm talking a bit slow today, maybe a little bit volume down. I don't know. It's still a bit early. So I don't know how, how loud I want to get, but maybe I should just throw it out the window and go for it. <laughs> Um, today's rough, not gonna lie, you know, when it's Ramadan and you're fasting, one of the worst things that you can wake up to in the morning is you wake up, you look at your phone, because obviously that's the first thing we do in the enlightened world, we look at our phone in the morning, and then you see Fajr was five minutes ago, and you realize, well, no Sari for me, I guess, Sari is like breakfast, but for fasting, so you wake up before the sun comes up, so for me, it's around like 4.30, I usually wake up, and then I'll go eat something, cereal, normal breakfast food, and then most people go back to sleep. For me, I wake up at 5 a.m. anyway, so I just stay awake. Uh, today, uh, I didn't, didn't wake up early enough, and then the, the time, the cutoff for stop eating and drinking now passed, and now here we are. I'm probably going to struggle today really badly, but you know we'll do our best to uh, manage this is the, the beginning of the day, so hopefully you won't see it. But when I get to the end and I start my coding project after I, after I finish recording this one, it's going to be rough, rough with like, I was going to say like three R's, but that's not really funny, is it? You know, it's not as funny as like thick with seven C's or something. Uh, but it sounds like a pretty good idea, that, that whole like talking to the camera thing, in my opinion. Maybe I'll actually make that video. I... I It'd be really funny to tell people about it, and it'd be funny to do it as well. It might actually help someone out, who knows. Um, 
Maybe as a new YouTuber, I focus way too much on uh, wanting to make something really good, and I should simply just turn the camera more on more often. I have no idea. I think some channels like Barely Sociable, Let Me Know, Internet Historian, they legitimately need a lot of time to make each video. But I make talking head videos. I just turn on the I turn on the camera. I, I talk usually with a script and speak it into the into the ether. Uh, and I'm not cool enough to take B-roll shots, so maybe I should just get videos out of the door to grow my channel not sure but hey this is a podcast for podcasting although there's a camera and fo- camera slash phone in my face right now big appreciate to the audio listeners without number the video listeners though uh, which is a bit sad since whenever i give people my podcast is usually on youtube since i feel like that has the highest likelihood of getting a conversion but who knows a conversion is like someone who sees your thing clicks it and is willing to engage with it Uh, Speaking of podcasting and having a higher rate of conversion, if you're listening to this right now, hit the buttons, big appreciate. Uh, Also share this with your friends and listen to podcasts uh, that listen to podcasts, bigger bigger appreciate, much thanks. I should probably start talking about something that's more podcasty than talk about my podcast. What is happening right now on my screen? Windows is probably the worst thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't like it. Why Why is my screen just feel so... There we go. That's better. Okay. The topic that I actually came up with to talk about for this episode, which is, is this one the title? Yeah, this is the title of the episode. Title of the podcast. Title of the, pod- title of the episode. You'll know when you're older. Maybe you've had someone tell you this before. Maybe you're a weirdo and you've thought it yourself. Uh, so with two-ish sections left in this, podca- in this episode, uh, let's dissect this one. Uh, the first is, how much truth is in the statement? A lot of phrases like this one have been passed down for ages, and by passed down, I just mean said and annoyed children for ages, uh, and sometimes, not often, they have a bit of truth. These these statements that you hear all the time, uh, like, uh, uh, I was going to say something really dumb, and then I it, it disappeared from my mind, which is probably a good thing. It was, uh, but... What's what the cow jumped over the moon? That's probably not exactly a good example of what I'm talking about here. But um, man, this is this is why ad libbing is so hard. Uh, what, what what is there to? Uh, there's got to be something, right? Like, um, uh, um, I have no idea. Is nothing is coming to mind right now? I've made fun of so many of the. Oh, shoot for the moon, and if, even if you miss, you'll land on the stars. Like that one, something like that. There we go. Goodness gracious, that's going to be so much time to cut out. <laughs> Do you gain wisdom with age? Well, yeah, and this is simply a matter of statistics. Uh, that purple looks really nice in the background. The more time you live, the more things you experience. The more things you experience, the more opportunities you have to learn. So overall, when someone tells you that, you'll know when you're older... Maybe. Uh, It's not completely wrong, like I just said, but it's also not completely right. Uh, The key word in what I said is that age gives you the opportunity to become more wise. Wisdom, we've talked about before, I think, uh, is the understanding of life gained usually through intense thought, life experience, or pain because pain. So basically, you just have to go to college and do an engineering degree. The reason it only gives you an opportunity to become more wise or to learn things is that even though you will experience things and will go through pain, that's, that's a part of life. However, the thing is that everyone goes through those things and you've probably met someone or some more immature adults in your life. Um, 
people that don't know what is and isn't important, people that don't know where to put their Fs, people, because although you go through a lot of things, by the time you're, say, 40, you don't, that doesn't mean that you actually learn anything from those experiences. You could have them and not actually take the time to think through them, or if it's pain, to process that pain. I mean, a lot of times the brain will just throw it away. Uh, thinking yourself to wisdom, which is one of the ways that I mentioned uh, earlier, is really, really hard. You, you can't just get there through intense thought. It's the hardest way, probably. Uh, they just, uh, most people won't do that. They won't go through the the tons of work and, and the thought evaluation that it takes to get there with it, just thinking yourself to it. Most people won't take every experience in their life, think about it or process it or contemplate it. They just go through life not caring much about those things. So there's a chance that yes, you will know when you're older. But here's the thing, that statement in itself, I would say makes it harder to know things when you're older. The reason is that when you're told as a, say, a child, uh, you want to know something or you ask a question or you say something and then you're told, you'll know when you're older. I feel like it puts a child, puts into a child's mind or in the child's mind that they shouldn't ask questions, what they're, that they shouldn't think about it uh, and that the answer will simply come to them, quote, when they're older, end quote. And it's not that simple, unfortunately. Overall, you may surmise that I've been told this many times in my life and I didn't like hearing it and I got really upset and then I kept thinking and I learned a lot about life and then I got became a wise guru at the age of 12 and now adults come to me for advice because I'm more wise than most of the other people 10 to 50 years my seniors. You'd be wrong. I became a wise guru at the age of 16, actually. But this idea, this whole uh, you'll know when you're older, uh, this, this is really incredibly destructive, uh, usually, at least in my opinion. I've done it ironically many times because it's funny <laughs> and there have been times where I've told people in life you're pro going to probably experience this thing. I can't really describe how it'll feel. I don't know how to, but you'll know when you when you go through it. If I do use the line unironically, I'll make sure that I leave that door open of quote I'm the one who's insufficient to answer these questions, but keep your eyes open and one day you'll find the answer yourself. Just watch out for these things, end quote. Blanket advice, though, probably don't say this unironically. Bad idea. Just make more jokes. That's that's a good idea. That's always a good idea. I'm not going to hit time for the first time in like a month. This is so, so good. <laughs> um, now for my other qualm with the statement. It's extremely unnecessary and it's not very evolved. It's not a very evolved way of thinking. I can concede that some things in life most people genuinely need to simply experience in order to learn. The lesson I've spoke about uh, samadhi uh, before, uh, temporary enlightenment, that can't be described with words. It's ineffable. It can't be described with language. It's something you need to experience yourself. However, most people, most things in life, aren't like that. Most things in life you don't only need like undescribable with words, awful, like, no, we invented language for a reason, it's really cool, language is great, and it can describe most things pretty well. Most things in life can be given to people, and even if the answer is unique to the experience, telling people the answer is usually a good thing. Explaining it fully, how to get there, what you'll have to experience, giving all of the information necessary uh, for the lesson is really important. And sometimes you don't give people the answer because the lesson is, at times, in the journey of finding the answer, 
better than the answer. You know, maybe the lesson is in that journey rather than the lesson being in the answer. Sometimes you ask a question like, um, what does this all mean? Right. And the answer I've given it to you multiple times is nothing innately, at least naturally, nothing means anything. It's just everything is, it exists, not good, not bad, just there point blank period. And so that lesson in itself doesn't really help you with anything. If anything, it'll make you sad. However, in trying to find that answer, in the journey of finding that answer, going through and, and looking at these things in your life and like, does this matter? Did getting mad at this person about this thing matter? Did, does, this, does this mouse matter? Does, does the keyboard matter? The camera, the podcast? Does, what, does any of this matter? And what you'll realize at some point is like, well, some of these things I, I care about. Some of these things are important to me and I don't want to lose them. I don't want to lose this spot. I don't want to stop doing this podcast. And so you realize, well, some things are important to me. And I guess if I ask someone else, they might say, well, it doesn't matter. I don't really care. I don't listen to your podcast. Maybe they'll say that to me just straight to my face. But uh, I care. And so that means that, okay, well, in this journey of trying to find this answer to this question, I learned that well, nothing matters. That was the answer, but that doesn't, that doesn't matter. That, that, that also doesn't matter, but I care about stuff and that I think matters to me, or at least I want it to. And I think I have the ability to do that. So there is one example where the journey is a little bit more valuable than the lesson. If someone comes and tells me, what does everything mean? Well, I run this podcast and I have talked about it. So I'll probably tell them, well, it means nothing at all. But here's the, here's the cool part. Um, and other times I'll just say, well, I don't know, think about it. It depends on how much time I got on my hands, I guess. But yeah, sometimes the journey is a bit more valuable than the, than the answer. But that's another episode. I think it's a really good idea to simply answer the question. If a kid asks you something, for example, answer them. Some things might be a bit time-gated depending on how you parent. Uh, for example, uh, quote, where do babies come from, end quote, in which telling the child about how stock, how storks pick kids off of a baby assembly line and deliver them to unsuspecting couples might be a bit above or out of the child's locus of understanding. I think answering questions is a, is a really good idea, though, generally. Sometimes, time-gated. Uh, one of the reasons I create content, whether that be my podcast, my blog, my YouTube channel, the, the biggest reason for it is that I want to push humanity forward. Like That's my big, overarching, fat, effing, super morality, crazy, ethical, big picture reason, you know, all that dumb, the dumb thing. I, I give... I give the lessons to a lot of things that most people learn much later in life. So I'm X years old. I don't really want, I don't, I don't like giving my age. I'm reasonably young. I'm a sophomore in college. I, you can use surmise age range from that. And so, uh, and I haven't taken any years off of school. So you can, again, surmise an age range from that. And so like, you know, my age isn't up there. I'm not like 80 years old. I guess I'll give that to you. But I know I've learned a lot of things. I've been through a lot of things in life. And I use this podcast as one way to share those lessons that I've learned. And a little part of me is like, well, hopefully that other people don't have to experience this sort of pain to, to learn this lesson. They can just listen to this podcast and get it here. But 
Uh, if my target audience, which is about probably, I would say, 16 to 29 years old, that's kind of what I'm aiming for, listens to my content and they take the lessons, they'll be gaining knowledge they would have normally gained at ages 30 to 50, which means that they can get ahead and they can learn more and then pass that on to the next generation and then give them a head start. And that means that humanity is moving forward. The The starting point is moving higher for, for every generation there. Uh, and so... Or at least the, the 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 checkpoints are moving higher, and uh, you know I'm all about evolution. That's that's my thing, uh, and pushing humanity forward one step with these podcasts or my YouTube channel uh, or YouTube videos. Uh, that's an incredible thing to me. That's awesome. That's like what I want. And all that to say, that's the reason that when you're asked a question by someone, you might get the answer by expect experiencing something in the way that you did. Don't just let them experience, always experience it themselves. Uh, unless it's a good thing, maybe you can save those. Uh, that it, This isn't a green light to spoil movies, by the way. Uh, don't do that. If you do, you're awful. Uh, you should answer people's questions if you know the answer. If you don't, you tell them that. But if you do, don't just smack them on the back and say, you'll get it one day. Explain it. Move things forward. It teaches them the opposite of what I said earlier. Answering a question, answering a child's question, for example, it teaches that kid that asking questions is a pretty okay thing to do. Like, it's fine. Like, people will answer. You'll get something if you are, if you're happy when you answer the question, if you are excited to answer the questions, which a lot of people are. A lot of people like talking about things they like talking about. Then, or just like giving knowledge to people. And so, uh, you know, the kid will be like, oh, wow, this person seems like they really are excited about this thing. And, you know, I got to learn something. So I'm pretty excited about this thing. And while everyone's happy, asking questions is a good thing. It lets them continue to explore things and continue to watch uh, watch out for things. It continues their learning and it, and it uh, pushes their learning forward overall. Uh, anyways, I've slipped this through the entire time, but I've strongly insinuated that I have a ton of knowledge and a ton of wisdom. And that's the last thing that I'm going to hear, go ahead and explain, you know, explain my arrogance. The statement or anything like this statement, quote, you'll know when you're older, end quote, insinuates that it's, that it's knowledge that can only be attained or acquired at a certain age. That's not true. Um, Although some things you may not be able to fully grasp until you experience it, like being a parent, maybe that's not something that it's really hard to think yourself to understanding that uh, one way that you can learn a lot of experiences without experiencing them is through talking to people. So for you, it might be listening to this podcast and taking away a lot of experiences that I've had that I don't need to share the experience, but I just give you the lesson because I don't want to think of the experience half the time. But a lot of the experiences that I've had and you learn from it, or maybe for me, a lot, I talk to a ton of people that have been through a ton of things, people that have grown up in, in different situations, people that have been addicted to things, people that have uh, done a lot of not good things to survive, people that have had to make really hard decisions in life, in school, and in everything, people that have had to take care of a bunch of people at a young age, people that have had to deal with really bad things. I've talked to a ton of people with a ton of experiences that have experienced just a lot of pain. I've talked to a lot of people that have gone through good things as well. I've just talked to a lot of people. That's just something I've done. 
And so that's one of the ways that I've acquired a lot of experience and knowledge and lessons by listening to these people talk and, and asking them, well, what can we, can we learn this from it? And, you know, I, I didn't experience it. So I have to ask them to justify or, or not quantify, qualify whether or not the, the thing that I'm getting from them is true or not true, or, or if this lesson can be applied or if this lesson can be learned. And a lot of times that's helpful for both of us. And that's one of the ways that I've lived my life in, in, and I have like four people in my life now that I, that are still there that I've helped them a fair amount I would like to say and one of the ways like it was a win-win like they got helped right they're, they're doing better than they had when they first met me and I learned a lot from them and it was just really really cool and so that's one way to go about it just talk to people talk to people learn their experiences uh, ask them questions about their experiences um, sometimes it's hard for them to talk about for sure it's, you know like I said answering questions makes you feel good sometimes there are things you just don't want to talk about for me it's the experiences that gave me all of the lessons I have. I don't, I don't enjoy too much. I don't sit on this microphone and say, "All right, guys, this is what it was like to be sad for eight no, I'm not like I don't do that. But you know, uh, anyways, back <laughs> whatever I was saying, uh, it's not true that you can only gain a certain like that. A lot of knowledge is time gated. It just isn't. That's just false completely. You don't need to be any age to learn why the sky is blue. Although some things you may not be able to fully grasp until you experience it. Maybe sometimes you really do just have to touch the hot stove to learn not to touch the hot stove. Um, like being a parent. Uh, it's not, it's absolutely not impossible to gain wisdom. Being a parent is definitely a hot stove. It's definitely not, it's absolutely not impossible to gain wisdom. When the yellow light or the orange light turns on over there, my face turned to different color on the camera and color correcting that gets weird. I've been thinking about putting a bit more effort and color correcting the different stages of color, but that's so much work. Anyway, anyways, uh, uh, Anyway, it's absolutely not impossible to gain wisdom at a young age or, or experience uh, at a young age. The way this happens is naturally is through pain and really through tough situations. Some kids have a single parent and they have to raise their siblings. Kids like this need to, quote, grow up and, quote, a lot quicker than other kids. So they gain a ton more knowledge and life experience. They just have to. It's necessary. They need to. And so they, they, they do it. Uh, but if you think, uh, if you think, observe, if you think or observe enough uh, if you talk to enough people and with the internet get enough data, enough stories, enough knowledge, and you apply an immense amount of thought to all of that data, yes, it's very easy to fall into cognitive traps and psychological biases and this and that and misunderstandings and, and a lot of these things is why generally... Um, explaining how to parse that information in itself is like its own podcast, not its own episode, its own full effing podcast. And so maybe, maybe I'll take steps to like how to parse data, how to like, how to parse life data. Like how do you, how to interpret experiences, how to interpret pain, how to interpret X, Y, Z. Maybe I'll do that, but that's, that's a really hard project to take on, but actually that's really interesting. I'll write that down. I'll, I'll write that down. We'll see. Maybe, may, maybe that'll be a YouTube thing more than a pod. No, I think it'll, maybe it'll be both. Who knows? That's, I don't know. I think that's, I, I, I opened an interesting thing there. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll look more into that. Um, but yeah, so uh, you can get all this data and then you can get a pretty good understanding of the situation and walk away with knowledge as well as, as long as you're not you know, following too hard to those biases and effects and psychologies and 
WebMD, who knows? I forgot there's this thing, it's like uh, first, it's like this like syndrome, this like funny syndrome, this, this satirical syndrome that medical students get. Um, like first year medical, like new medical students, they'll go to med school. And if you have any family members going to med school, they'll just, every week they have a new illness because they like study it in school and they're like, oh, I have all of those symptoms. Oh my God. I have this incredibly rare illness that only one in 1 billion people, like probably don't, right? But it happens to the best of us. Like doctors are pretty smart people, but even these like junior, these like new med students, these freshman med students are just, they, you know, they're falling to it. It's really funny sometimes. But anyways, uh, did, uh, where was I? Apply an immense amount of thought to all of that, get a pretty good understanding, walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yawning is bad. That's not true. Uh, although you may not have the qualia, where was I? By way with the knowledge, having to go through a certain experience yourself. Although you might not have the qualia of the situation, uh, you will have the understanding or, or knowledge of, that's a better word, you'll have the knowledge of the situation. And that's what you're aiming for, really. Because you don't want to go through a lot of the things these people go through. Trust me, it's bad. For me, I've been through a lot just by myself. And I've also known a lot of people, like I told you, many of which have been through more than me. By listening to these people, asking them questions, having them graciously answer my questions, and share so much of their hurt and experience with me, I've learned, and I get this sounds incredibly egotistical, I've learned a lot in life, and I've been able to get an incredible amount of, quote, wisdom, end quote, from it at a young age. Age has nothing to do, uh, Alzheimer's aside, with your capacity to learn things. It just has to do with how much you have experienced. You can still learn all of it just as well as anyone else. Don't let your age determine how much you do and don't know, how much you do or don't understand, how much of a sage you are or are not how long your white beer is beer beard is or is not you think yourself to whatever you want you do what you think yourself to rich to fame to prosperity to philanthropy to uh charity i don't know your call your life think yourself to it preferably to something positive but you know that's just uh, a whimsical wish from this old man, but but that's that's my qualms on the whole quote. You'll know when you're older thing. I really don't like that statement unless it's for jokes and it's funny. I really hate it, and I'm I still just am not a fan of hearing things like that. One of the reasons I had to think through everything myself in life was because. Uh, I don't know if it was my family or just my culture, but no one was ever, ever willing to like answer my questions in good faith. Like the people that I was around when I was a kid, like the adults that I were around that surrounded me when I was a kid, they just didn't answer anything. It was either like, you'll know when you're older or a really stupid answer or like a very unfulfilling answer. It just was not good at all. And that's why I had to think through so many things myself. Um, but aside from all of that, I have finished my dress up darling 10 out of 10. I caught up to chapter 248 of two Tokyo Revengers and finished reading. I sold my life for 10,000 yen per year slash three days of happiness. I read the manga. It's pretty short. It's really solid, really wholesome and thoughtful. If you want to learn, if you want to gain some wisdom, if you want to get a lesson, if you want to learn something about life, go read that like 18 chapter, 16 chapter manga. It is extremely short and really, really good. But I really liked it. 
Uh, next, uh, or I've started reading uh, Archmage Comes Back After 4,000 Years or something titled like that. And it's not, it's not bad. It's, it's not awful. It's, it's okay. I rewatched the last season of Attack on Titan as well as watched the second part of it. It was really good, but man, this, there's a third part to the last season. Like, is this thing going to finish like season four, part 82? Like, dog. Why is there so many parts? Just give me the show. I got to wait one, like another year. And then they're probably going to be like, ah, but there's three more movies. Like, dude, what in the world? I don't have time to go read the manga. Maybe over summer I'll read it. But like, geez, I just want to see how the story ends. But overall, that that part two, big, big fat. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10, especially compared to part one. Really, really, really good. Eh, 9 out of 10. Some things are still a bit like iffy, confusing, and weird but other than that the story really 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 good i I like the character development of a lot of the characters there it it was just it was great um where where else i also started rewatching. um i'm probably gonna rewatch the first two seasons only i'm not gonna go to tokyo ghoul re but yeah i started rewatching tokyo ghoul i'm gonna watch season one and two there i'm on like episode five already it's it's so good really just a gem maybe i should go like rewatch a lot of others like some shonen shonen anime that have, that have left impact. I wonder what else I could like that I have watched that was just like really good. I'm not sure. I'm I'm sure that I don't know. Maybe I, I'll probably watch like Tamako Market after that and just go back to something like simple, wholesome, dumb slice of life stuff after Tokyo Ghoul and get my get my excitement down again because Attack on Titan just sets your bar so high and watching anything after Attack on Titan is so hard. So watching Tokyo Ghoul after Attack on Titan, that works. Watching anything after Tokyo Ghoul will also probably be a bit tough, but Tokyo Ghoul has like a, a solid ending from in Season 2, so, so it's, it's better. But, uh, you know, maybe I'll... Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, music-wise, there's not really anything new. Uh, Eric Doa released a new single a, a few days ago. That was pretty good. Uh, that's all, though, for this episode of Seriously Funny. Another 30 minute. I said I wasn't going to hit time, and I went over by 10 minutes again. Uh, that's all though for this episode of seriously funny thank you so much for listening i'm actually going to edit the audio and the video for this on sometime this week i'm going to just work on the pro my project all day so i can get it done today but yeah other than that there's there's not much to to give you here um thank you so much for listening to this episode uh, hit the buttons you know etc etc etica etica tell your friends uh, much love you can learn whatever you want uh, most of the time when you want to as well whenever Uh, And I will talk at you next week. Thank you again. Peace.